Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to the Little Z Sleep Podcast, where we make getting sleep help easy. If you have a 12 to 14 month old, listen up. Your young toddler is probably ready for one nap. Yes, we're gonna walk through what this transition can look like and what the schedule will be for your toddler. Plus, I'm gonna talk about what are you supposed to do with them for five plus hours when they're awake. Let's get into it. Hey there, I'm Becca Campbell, your pediatric sleep consultant. Welcome to the Little Z Sleep YouTube channel where we make getting sleep help easy. And this video today is all about the nap transition that happens between 12 to 14 months when your toddler, yes, they're a toddler now, goes from two naps per day to one nap per day. In this video, I'm going to talk you through the signs of readiness, how you know they are ready for this, how that schedule will now look, what we will do with your toddler now for five to five and a half hours, and how we're going to help them work through this difficult transition. Because by the end, guess what? The good news is you will have this schedule until three years old. That's a long time. And that's so good because over the last year, you have made a lot of nap transitions. So I want to just let you know what we're about to build together. You're going to have this for a few more years. So first of all, happy belated birthday to your child. This is the thing. A lot of times when I talk to parents about making this transition between 12 to 14 months old, they're like, oh my gosh, Becca, I wasn't ready. Like, this is a baby. Now they're a toddler. And I want to acknowledge that it seems like that. They're just automatically a toddler. One day they're taking bottles. The next day there's no more bottles. One day they're like crawling around. The next day they're like taking their first steps. And there is so much change, so much change that has happened when they turn one. And I want to acknowledge that because you may be feeling like this is something you have to hold on to, like a tune-up schedule. We have to, they're not ready, but I want to first of all recognize the fact that they are growing and changing and this will actually help with so many aspects of toddlerhood. By the way, if you have a child who is not between 12 and 14 months old, but you want to schedule two, I've got you covered. Head to littlezsleep.com slash schedule generator. I have a free schedule generator to give to you. I'm going to ask a few questions and then you will get an age appropriate schedule for your child. It'll be something you can save on your phone to reference whenever you need. And please feel free to come back and use this as often as you like for any of the little ones that you have in your life. Also a great tool to share with a friend because I know at the playground, you're talking about sleep schedules. So let them know about this free tool to get your free schedule today. Let's talk about the signs of readiness. How do you know that your young toddler is ready for one nap? There are three signs and you could be experiencing two of them or one of them. You can't experience all of them and you'll see why, but it doesn't really matter. There's not like, oh, you've got to have this many and now it's time. It could be one or two. The first sign of readiness is that your toddler is waking up really early in the morning. They're waking up maybe four or five or 6 a.m. and they are ready to go for the day. I've seen this happen all the time that a about 12, 13 month old, the parent will say, oh my gosh, they're now waking up at 5.30. Like, what do I do? This is so new to me. And the answer is, they are anticipating the naps that they have during the day. Their body knows, hey, let's get up early because you need to be awake for a long enough time to be able to have that very first nap, which is a morning nap. So sometimes your toddler is waking up at 5, 5.30 because they know, well, I'm going to have two naps today, but 
if I actually get up at seven, I won't be ready for that 9.30 nap. That's not enough wake time. So instead, they're compensating by waking up earlier so that their body can be awake for longer so that they're ready for sleep. All of us have to be awake for a certain amount of time to sleep it off. This is something we all have. It's called sleep pressure. Everyone has to be awake. You and I can't just fall over and go to sleep for eight hours when we want to. We have to be awake throughout the day, all day, to be able to go to bed and then sleep for our eight to nine hours that we need, by the way. So much sleep we need. So your toddler is the same. They are supposed to be having a certain amount of awake time. And if that awake time is now like those needs are bigger, but they're not getting out of their crib until this time they got to make up for it. So they're going to wake up earlier. Does that make sense? So here's the thing. Your toddler could be showing signs of readiness because they're waking up really early in the morning. The next sign of readiness could be that they are sleeping wonderfully. Nap one of the day, check. Most beautiful nap. Nap two is now non-existent. You put them in their crib and they're just like bouncing around or they're like my oldest daughter. She was like having her own little mini circus and they're doing like flips and playing with her little monkey and stuff. And it was her own personal playtime. So it could be that you're putting them down for that nap. And here's the gauge though. Within a two week span, okay, they are consistently not napping. Okay. Not just like one day. Oh, they didn't nap for their second nap. I guess they're ready for one. No, you need to measure it for two weeks. And if for like five out of seven days per week of those two weeks, so 10 out of 14, if those 10 out of 14 days, there's like no nap happening, it's probably time that they need to get rid of that nap and have just one nap per day. The third sign is kind of the opposite. And I experienced this sign with my second daughter. Hattie, my second daughter, we would put her to bed for her second nap and she would fall asleep instantly, like she was ready. However, the problem was she would actually take longer to then go to bed for the nighttime. And then also she had a shorter nap. She would fall asleep, but she would sleep for like 30 minutes and then that would be it. And then she would be really difficult to actually fall asleep for the nighttime. So it could be that they're just not napping at all for that second nap, or it's a lot shorter and or it's really like hindering the, their ability to fall asleep for bedtime. If any of those signs resonate with you and you've seen them consistently over two weeks, it's time. It's time to move the morning nap to the middle of the day and erase and wipe out the second nap. Let me tell you how to do this. Ideally, the one nap schedule is a midday nap. Okay, this is what we're aiming for. Not a late morning or a late afternoon. It's right in the middle of the day to put a pause between the wake windows and so that everybody has some chill. Okay, but your your little one also needs a nap at this age. They will need this midday nap until around three years old, sometimes earlier, but that's another video. So what we're looking to do is move the morning nap to about noon. Now this 12 o'clock time this is a general like example. This is typically when we have a toddler who's on a seven to seven schedule, meaning that they go to bed at 7 p.m. and they wake up at 7 a.m. They have a noon nap. We're aiming for five hours of wake time, at most five and a half hours. That will probably grow as they get a little older, but at the 12 to 14 month mark, five hours is enough. So the thing is, we can't just instantly jump your child right to this one nap. 
They can't be doing a 9.30 nap. And then the next day you're like, nope, now you nap at 12. We have to slowly move this nap to the middle of the day. While I talk about that, I also just want to pause for a quick second and answer a burning question that some families have when they are implementing my sleep course and they're like, oh, I also have to go to one nap. You can do this all at the same time. Isn't that great? So the thing is, you're likely experiencing, if your toddler is not sleeping very well, you're likely experiencing broken sleep throughout the nighttime. So I would rather you do the sleep training course and this nap transition all in one foul swoop. It's gonna make things a lot better. So I just wanted to plug that in there that if you're thinking, oh, I'll do the nap transition and then I'll sleep train, like then we'll get on solid footing. Actually, you can do all this together. Isn't that great? So what you're going to do to move the morning nap to the middle of the day is we are going to use increments of 30 minutes and slowly push that morning nap right to the center. As we're doing this, by the way, there just is no more second nap. It is gone. It is out of here. Um, I will talk about how we bridge the gap if there is like extreme tiredness. We'll talk about that at the end of this video. But here's what we're going to do. If your child has been taking a 9.30 nap, okay, it's time to move their nap now to 10. And for two days, you're going to do a 10 o'clock nap. And then for two days, a 10.30 nap. And then for two days, an 11 o'clock nap. And then for two days, 11.30 and then noon. So we're ever so slightly every two days moving at 30 minutes later. And eventually you're going to get right to this 12 o'clock spot. If you just listen to that and you're like, Becca, I'm like a cold turkey person. Just get me to noon. You could, but it might, it might have, you might have a very cranky child on your hands. So I don't really suggest just throwing them into that 12 o'clock schedule. I recommend slowly by 30 minutes every two days getting to noon. But here's my biggest piece of advice. Are you ready? You have to keep pushing. <laughs> you can't just stop. You might find that, oh, 11 o'clock, that's the sweet spot. They're sleeping for two and a half hours. There we go, we're done. The thing is, if you stop there, now you're going to mess with the nighttime and they're gonna have to have an early bedtime and then they're gonna have an earlier morning and it's gonna be a little shifty for what you're actually going for. So don't stop. Keep going until you get to that five hours of wake time. The goal here is that we are getting to a midday nap and the total of the nap length is two and a half hours. So you move it to the middle of the day and the goal is a two and a half hour nap and then they wake up and they have about four and a half hours until bedtime. So we're building our day using a five hour wake time a two and a half hour nap and a four and a half hour wake time until bedtime. That is the structure of a one nap schedule. You can implement these awake windows based off of your child's schedule. Again, if they are maybe on a six to six, a seven to seven or an eight to eight, that will change ever so slightly in the numbers. The probably most common schedule that we see is the seven to seven, where the child goes to sleep at 7 p.m., they wake up at 7 a.m. and they have a 12 to 2.30 nap time. Let's talk about that nap length because that may feel like, oh, that's gonna be so glorious. I can't wait. It may not happen right away. So let's talk about that. It can be pretty difficult that when your child does start taking this midday nap, they're not sleeping for two and a half hours. This is a big adjustment. In reality, they are overtired. 
They just are, okay? Because they have had two naps and now we're consolidating into one and they're overtired because they're awake for about maybe five hours. So that's a lot. So I want you to know that it's pretty common that in this transition week, especially when you're moving those 30 minute increments, they may sleep for an hour and a half, two hours. You can do one of two things. If they wake up visibly upset, they are crying, they are mad, they want to get out of that crib, you can go ahead and get them out and move on with your day. And we'll talk about bridging the gap later. Or if they are waking up, they're just kind of like laying there, playing with their stuffed animals. Maybe they're like slow blinking, like, (laughs) and they're kind of going to sleep a little bit and they're just dozing. You can let them be in their crib until they finish out that two and a half hour mark. That closing eyes and slow blinking, that counts for something. So that's good. So there's two ways you can handle that. But the thing is, we're aiming for this two and a half hour nap max. Now, some toddlers are doing great on a two hour. They wake up and they're happy, healthy. They're like good for the rest of the day so that I can be okay with that. The very bare minimum would be an hour and a half, but that's not as as common as like a two to two and a half. The two and a half hours is the max for the nap. So that means we need to wake your baby. (laughs) I have gotten like total flack on Instagram before when I talk about waking a baby. We actually had um, a reel go viral and hit like 2.4 million views because I was talking about waking a newborn because they need to eat during the day. And it just like went berserk. And maybe I should talk about this on Instagram and see what happens. But The thing is, you will need to wake your toddler up. They cannot sleep for three to three and a half hours. It's a math equation. If they sleep too much during the day, it will take away from the nighttime. So we want to make sure that we are waking them up so they can have a great wake window and then have a great night of sleep as well. All right, before we jump into all the instruction, I want to give you some quick facts so you can understand where we're headed in this video and with your child's nap schedule. Quick fact number one, this schedule transition happens between 12 to 14 months old. So it could be sometime in that window. It doesn't have to be the day that their birthday is. Usually in this window is when we find they are ready for that one nap change. The second quick fact is that we are aiming for a nap at most two and a half hours, at minimum an hour and a half, but that's kind of rare. Most of the time it's between two to two and a half hours. That's what we're aiming for with a one nap schedule. Quick fact three is that as we work towards the schedule, there just is no more nap two. It's just one nap and that's it. Quick fact number four is that this is a schedule that you will have for the next several years. So be excited about no more transitions for a little while longer. Final quick fact number five is that this transition can take four to six weeks. So just remember to be patient with your toddler and it will come, but we all need to get acclimated and adjusted. This nap transition will take about four to six weeks for your toddler to become adjusted and even you. So as we are aiming for this five and four and a half hour wake window, what are we supposed to do with our child during this time? The best thing you can do is go outside. If you are in a place where the weather is great right now or you bundle up and go outside, getting your child to have sunlight exposure will help them become energized to make it to their nap time. Now, be careful they're not falling asleep in the car or the stroller because then that's, we all know that's a nap killer. But what I want you to do is use outside, playtime, music, um, library, story time, snacks, whatever we can do to push them to that nap time. This is going to be hugely helpful because if we don't, 
honor that wake window, their nap is not going to be the length that we want. And then the rest of the day will start to feel like, okay, now we have to do an earlier bedtime and how do we do this? So that's important to note. This will take four to six weeks and it's normal to feel like you're adjusting things each day, but I want you to know that eventually this will be a schedule that you'll get to keep for a few years. Okay, let's talk about that whole bridging to bedtime. I mentioned that there may be some cranky toddlers because what if they only take an hour and a half or an hour nap as you're making this change? If you find that your toddler is an overtired monster, it's my favorite phrase to use because it's so true, then you may need to have a tiny little cat nap, but it's not in their crib and it's not on you. We're either going to take a quick drive to go to a quick errand, pop them in the stroller, take a walk around the block. You can invite a little bit of drowsiness, a little bit of sleepiness for about 15 to 20 minutes at maybe like 4 to 5 p.m. This is going to be something you're going to have to figure out what's best for your child. Like, I don't know the answers for your specific family and like what exact minute is great. But I know for my kids and with my client experience, around that four to five o'clock time, getting a little 15 to 20 minute snooze in the stroller or in the car was a great way to re-energize them to make it to bedtime. Drowsiness can actually re-energize a child for up to an hour. So it's a great little like boost to get to bedtime. But if your child maybe doesn't do that very well or like that's just not an option for your family, that's okay too. I would rather you choose an earlier bedtime. If they've been going to bed at 7 p.m. and you're moving their their nap time now to the middle of the day and now they're awake from 2.30 to 7 and we can't offer a little cat nap, that's a long time. So instead, I would invite you to move their bedtime earlier. That could be 6.30, it could be 6, it could be 5.45, but you know your child best. This is where there is no one-size-fits-all in the recommendation of early bedtime. I've shared a little bit about my stories before, but my oldest, she had to go to bed at 5.45 when we made these changes because she was so sensitive to change. Whereas my youngest, she could kind of hang, so we did a 6.30 bedtime. This is different per child and personality, and you as the caregiver know that best. So read that, recognize it, and use that into your building of the strategy strategies for how we're going to build the gap between that nap and that bedtime. So in conclusion, we're aiming for this one nap transition sometime between 12 to 14 months old. We're moving that morning nap incrementally by 30 minutes to the middle of the day. Nap two is now bye-bye. We are looking at a max of two and a half hours and we're creating a schedule where there is five hours of wake time down for the nap, four and a half hours of wake time down for bed. This is a schedule that will work. So get this with your child and please know it just takes some time. So be patient. Let me know in the comments below how this transition is going for your child. And I would be so excited to hear your success stories. Most of all, thank you so much for being here. And if you want more schedules, we have them ready for you. Check out littlezsleep.com slash schedule generator to get your child schedule ages zero to five years old. Thank you so much for being here. Sweet dreams. See you next time. 